Welcome to Social Effects, a podcast hosted by myself, Edward Barnier, or as some of you know me, Edward KB. Social Effects dives deep into the world of social media with some of my favorite people who I'm fortunate enough to call friends. The effect of social media has had an undeniable impact on our lives, and these conversations allow us to find out more about the background of some social media's most prolific creatives, their approach to the craft, and what keeps them up at night. In this upcoming episode, we speak with Tyson Wheatley, a New York-based photographer I originally met in Hong Kong approximately five years ago. What I've always appreciated about Tyson is his perspective on photography and its relation to editorial and news, along with the power of social media to connect people. You know what, I'm inspired, man. As soon as I got off the airplane, I was like, oh yeah, like everyone's skinny here. (laughs) Not like back where I'm, not back where I'm from, where it's okay to be fat. I'm literally the largest guy like coming off that plane and I was like oh boy I remember now all right I'll get with it seriously I'll get with it in Europe yeah I already lost 10 pounds in one day out here also you sweat you sweat it all out you do. We used to climb mountains. You don't. There's no mountains used in New York. Climb. This this is gonna be the saddest podcast. We're all gonna talk about like how <laughs> how back. awesome I was in life when I lived no, here, no, and now no, how awesome you still are. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I should start by saying uh, I'm here today with Tyson Wheatley. He is one of the original creatives that I looked up to when I moved to Hong Kong. And um, actually, we worked together for the same company at some point. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And um, I don't know what to say for an introduction other than to say that without this guy, I wouldn't be taking photos in the way that I do or doing any of the cool stuff that I think is in, my life has in it now. And so I owe so much to this guy and I wanted to... I wanted to, oh, squeaky chair. I wanted to um, talk I, to him today I can't and take. just find out um, what, why you started on this photography creative journey. Mm, yeah. Um, I want to go through what same, you're doing same now. Same reasons that, as you, I think. <laughs> and then like what you think is going to yeah. happen next in the world of social media, creativity, photography, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So just want to hand it over to you. What, I got to answer. That was like a six-part question. Wow, just now. we'll just start yeah. the first one. No, okay. So like, if we just start with, how did you get started? I got started because of Instagram. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think I think you did too. I did, definitely. You know, it was, um, it's so, I mean, well, first look, man. That was a really nice thing you said <laughs> just now. I got chills. That was like, <laughs> so nice. Um, I mean, but like, I feel like you were, you were there. I just got started a few months earlier, you know, or something no. like that. And, but you were, you were here when I, when we were doing the, doing these like photo walks and yeah. getting together and it was, I mean, you know, it was all about community back then. Yes, yes. It was, it was, there was photography, but it wasn't like the way it is now where right, it's like, it's right, all so about photography, you know, it's all. So like, explain know. that a little, explain how it was, what it was like in, um, at this point we're talking about maybe 20, 2011, 2012 in Hong Kong. Yeah, 2011 and, and 2012, um, yeah. yeah. So like what, so, so I arrived at the beginning of 2013, but Instagram was just launching and, and you, correct me if I'm wrong, had the presence of mind to put together a photo walk group yeah. for people that basically um, this new smartphone app that was coming out called Instagram allowed people to share pictures and 
by and join together as some kind of community yeah. just through hashtags. Yeah. Um, and you took that onto where, where did you go with that? Well, I mean, it was it was happening. You know, it's not like I invented it. I mean, yeah. this was happening in communities in different parts of the world, yeah. and I, I just I was noticing this, and I started asking around. You know, yeah. I was reaching out to people here locally on mm. Instagram and saying like, "Hey, ha- has there been uh, like a photo walk? You know, an, yeah. in, an insta meet, as what they were calling <laughs> yeah. it back then. Yeah. You know, and and no one did, so no one knew of one. So uh, myself and a couple other guys who I'd met through Instagram, we decided to uh, do one. Yeah, you know, and and like thirteen people came to the very first one, and wow, we kind of we came up with a kind of a dumb name. It was <laughs> called Insta Yay. Yeah, and HK uh, Insta Yay. HK Insta Yay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we we would we, we we just did them every we like we would do them every month, and they were so much fun. Like usually it was like I don't know, I think it was like the first Sunday of every month, and we would do them, and we would sort of each. Each month, we one of us would sort of like take the reins and like say, okay, well, I'm going to organize it. And, you know, but it was just like very simple. It was like, well, we picked the location here in Hong Kong. We told people through the Instagram app, like, yep. hey, we're going to be meeting, you know, yep. and everyone was, come. This and, was, um, sorry to interrupt, but no, this was before, this was before DMs. This was before before video. This was before tagging this people. Is, this is everyone is using iPhones. Yep, hundred percent smartphone app. Yeah, kind of the rules, unofficial rules of the app were that you posted like at that time. You didn't save things for later unless you clearly, you know, said that it was a latergram, right? So you kind of just posted That's right. hashtag that latergram. Moment. Yeah, it was very, it was very, very in the now. moment. Yeah. yeah, very now. It was exciting. I mean, you know, for me, it was like, it wasn't even about photography, really. When I first started doing it, it was really about, you know, Instagram came out right when I moved to Hong Kong. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was through work. I was working at CNN at the time. Yes. And, you know, they they shipped me out here to Hong Kong. And I was like, I want to, I want to like document this story. Right, right. You know? so, so similar to me, I think yeah. your original audience or your idea of your audience was to show um, people back home, right? What was what, what was happening in your life? That's exactly who yeah. who the audience was. Yeah. Um, but it, and then that changed though yes. rapidly because you know, I mean, Instagram was like becoming super popular. You know, like overnight, it was just like tons Blowing of people you know, getting into it, and I started connecting with people all over the world. So, you know, pretty quickly, and then I and I think really, you know, so there was the community part of it that was was a huge part of it, and but. There was also this is a very visual like you know application and and you know and I was living in such a as you know visually stunning place mm-hmm. and so it, it kind of it it started off like very community but then it then it then it was like oh well I I'm really like I'm really kind of into this like <laughs> capturing images of this city you know yeah. and and and. You know, and then more and more people were sort of getting on it, and then yeah, there, yeah, yeah. you know, and then I think I think we all sort of spurred each other on, and before you know it, it was like all of a sudden it was like you know, like you would see some see someone posting like a really amazing photo, and and you would you would think I remember at least I would I would say I was always like wow you know look what. You know, someone like Michael O'Neill, right? Like, yeah. look, look what he did. Like, he and he took this amazing photo, but it didn't feel it didn't feel really inaccessible. It felt like something I could actually do myself. You know, in part because we we were like using the same equipment. Yes, you know, yes, yeah, that was a big thing. 
Um, totally. I think one of the one of the questions we probably both get asked quite a lot is um, right now is what camera do you use? And I think there's a kind of sense there that if people can get that equipment that you have, then they can take the picture that you did. Yeah. Well, if you go back to like three or four years and it was a smartphone app, um, everybody was spurred on knowing that they used the same equipment so they could do exactly, they could replicate that photo exactly yeah. or even make it slightly better. Yeah. We even all used the same editing tools at that time. You know, right. everybody was... Everyone's in, using Snapseed. Yeah, in the in-app tools, Snapseed. And yeah. then Visco came along at some point. Yeah, Visco was a real game changer. And mm-hmm. you know what's kind of funny? I know this is like, this is totally, I'm bouncing in a totally different no, direction. Bounce, bounce. I... I still edit all my photos on my phone. No, this is a revelation here, people. I did not know this. Yeah, it's it's something I actually was I kept quiet for a long time because I it was like I was like embarrassed about it. Yeah, right. I do use Lightroom if yeah. it's like if it's a situation where like I need a really high res file for yeah. a client. Mm-hmm. But I hate using Lightroom. Really? Well, I don't say hate. It's just that my comfort level. I started on the phone. Yeah, it was. I would always capture images on a phone. Yeah, this is before I. You know, bought a DSLR, and mm-hmm. then you know, and now now I'm shooting on a Leica Q. <laughs> but like, but I still capture a lot on my phone. Yeah. And but I I just I don't know. I I always felt really comfortable editing it, and my audience is primarily mobile. You know, right. like that's right, right, where right. people see my work, yeah. and so I edit it for that screen kind of yeah that mm-hmm. screen exactly, and and because of the amazing apps and we've already mentioned a few and there's, you know, there's several more and, but like, because there, because there are so many amazing editing tools right there on my phone because I can quickly transfer the files from my camera to it. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. I just, I just, that's how my, that's how my workflow is. Cool. Do it all on my phone. I still do it that way. That's really interesting to hear. And um, so you were, you were editing on your phone. Sorry, you, I interrupted you in saying you'd Mm. see someone's photo that was amazing and then you'd want to, you'd want to take. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's really when it, that's really when it started to become, I don't want to say competitive, but it was like, you were really like. I think like, like you said, spurring each other was the key thing. It was, it was like. um, You could be spurred on by people you didn't even know just from looking at their photos. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it it was almost like a, again, again, I'm trying to look for a word that's not competition, but it was like a global kind of get together of, oh, oh, you took this. Well, I, well, I kind of took it like this. Yeah. You know, well, well, let, well, let me, well, you like, you do that, huh? Well, let me show you how I do it kind of thing. Yeah, and I, and I, I remember back then too, like, you know, hashtags are really key during that time too, because, you know, you, if you if you created a sort of a style, yeah. some kind of style of a shot or yeah. something like that, you know, you would use that hashtag. Yeah. And it wasn't like, this is mine. It was more like let's share it. Under let's this. do it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna let's let's put them under the banner of yeah, this. Like everyone, yeah. you know, the yes. feet, you know, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. from where I stand and um, jumpstagram, jumpstagram. Yeah, yeah, you know, and what was that funny one that you and Nathan started? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, Nathan and Vivian. Um, Instagram are down. Instagram are down. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, you know, you would see something like that, and you would you would go, "Oh man, I want to do that. Yes. I want to contribute to that." And yes. it was. So it was really, yeah, so that's really the community aspect. And I don't know, it's it's funny because like I, I can see where this conversation is leading, which is like to the present. And the present the is like a darker, no. it's, it's, a, it's, no, for me it is because it's like, I miss that old part of Instagram yes. a lot. Um, it was more innocent. It felt, felt in, and today's Instagram, for me at least, it feels like, 
it feels very competitive. It feels very like not fun. It feels more like work. work. It yeah. feels like um, everyone is really just not everyone, but it it feels like people are just they've made it really just about themselves. Mm-hmm. Instead of this sort of larger community, right, you know, it's like right, right, I'm building my brand. Mm-hmm. This is my brand, and it's it's just really inward looking. Yeah, and like, look at my profile. Look how curated it is. Look how yeah. amazing it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, whereas, like, I don't know. I feel like when it was at the beginning stages, it was more about like, oh, who's bringing something new to the table, and yes. who is experimenting, yeah. and yeah. you know, and that still happens, of course. That mm-hmm. still exists. This is you know, Instagram now is is maybe the most, it's so diverse, right? you know, it's probably too big. And that maybe is part of the problem. It's just so big. It's like, it's not really just this community of like early adopters so, anymore. It's so, it's everything. It's athletes and entertainers and yeah, it's, and it's like jokes are, and it's right, YouTubers and it's- Right, um, a visual representation of everybody's lives, whatever they're, Whatever their goals are, whether, yeah. they're, whether, whether they're a runner or whether they're a musician yeah. or everything, you're just yeah. seeing the photos that yeah. go along with that. But the world, I'm speaking specifically to the world that you and I sort of belong Absolutely. to and started in, yeah. That that's really evolved. And I don't know what you would call it. Maybe it's like the, the influencer group or the... But, but even that word... You wouldn't have attached that word to what you were doing in 2013. No, right? so you no, would, no, no. You wouldn't yeah. have. You didn't because no one would actually pay you for an Instagram. No, back then no. Anyway. So that brings me totally <laughs> to my next point. That's 100 yeah. percent where I was yeah. headed. It was guess money, I, money, uh, money, uh, money. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah, it ruins money. everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that the thing that changed community? And yeah, the maybe early so. adopters and the innocence. Maybe so. Because yeah. I, I always remember yeah. there was a, there was this quote um, that we used to send around. I don't know when it was, but it would have been early on saying that um, having X amount of likes on Instagram is like being a millionaire in Monopoly. So it was it didn't amount to anything right. like in 2014. And so calm down about it. Right. <laughs> but then somewhere along the line, and I think you'll agree with me, it did eat, it did start to equal value, right? And then yeah. somehow yeah. there were if you were whether you were going to take it seriously as a as a career or whether you were doing it on the side, there was either or I say was, there is now free stuff and or cash available for you for yeah. having a brand well, yeah. and for having yeah. some, some level of well, influence. Well, I may. So, I mean, you, you you probably already know this. I mean, because we've been friends for a long time now. And even though we don't see each other a whole lot, we, we, we keep tabs on each other. Yeah, I know what you're up to. So you may not be surprised to know that like I primarily make a living by posting to Instagram. Yes. So it is a job. Yes. And I do take it seriously. And as a result, it is less fun. But there is a lot of, there is a lot of good that's happening. There's a lot of amazing creativity. And so we're going to get to that for sure. Mm -hmm. This isn't, I'm just kidding about the doom and gloom. Like it's, (laughs) it's all, it's all a very positive experience, but it's just changed. And I do miss the, the, the good old days, but, but yeah, so I don't know. So I guess we're at the stage where we're talking about where money came to it. Well, for me, it was like, you know, as you know, I left Instagram in 2000 and... No, I think before you say that, you're going to have to take a step back and say why you left Hong Kong. Just for those who don't know. I left CNN to go and work at Instagram. Yes, Yeah. So, yeah, and that was, um, well, I mean, that was a big, I don't know how much we want to get into, but that that was like a very life-changing moment in a lot of ways, right? I mean, it was, first of all, I was leaving a career that I had worked for years on. Absolutely. 11, 12 years at, at CNN, I was like 
really, I was well liked. I was well positioned. I had, as you know, I had a friggin', I had like a corner office with an amazing view. Yes. And I, I had, I had an awesome team working for me. And I had a lot, I had a lot going for me, but I, I, this, this opportunity kind of came out of, I don't say nowhere. It kind of, it came from all the community stuff that, right. that, that you were doing. And you, right. at this point you were helping me with. And, yeah. And, and I will yeah. say this, a lot of times you see people say, oh, you're so lucky that this so, um, you know, so cool that they found you or something like that. But um, those people don't know or they don't take into account how much you worked for that. Not knowing that that was the goal, but how much work you put into the community, how much, how many photo walks you did, how many mountains you climbed. Yeah. Every single banger photo that you posted was <laughs> leading to somebody in San Francisco yeah. saying, we need to get this guy over here, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean combined it, with your combined with the journalism career, yeah, but there was it wasn't luck. It, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't luck. It wasn't and luck. I was in sort of a nice regular contact with the community team. Yes, and you know, this was like this is back when it was still like fourteen employees, right? You know, wow. so so we knew, you know, we knew Jessica Zolman and Josh and Bailey. Those yeah. that was the community team. I was doing, I was beta testing for Instagram. You know, yeah. from that relationship, it's sort of like. You know, I, I found out that there was a job opening there for a communications manager, Ooh. you know. So I, I figured that that was the closest thing to um, the journalism career. You know, I was on the editorial side at right. CNN and I thought, well, I can, probably, I can make the transition over to the to the press relations side. And, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I uh, I applied and then I, you know, and I got the job. And then, and then I was faced with that really tough decision of like, well, you know, do I leave this this really sort of comfortable position, and or do I, you know, and and also, you know, I also was like living, you know, I also really love, living, I still do living in Hong Kong, living in Hong Kong. Yeah. So it was it was really tough, and so ultimately I, but I left, and because I, you know, it was like um, I don't know, it was one of those things where, you know, and this happens a few times in life where it's like you get a you get an, a door will open and you have to sort of like say, am I going to walk through that door? Yeah, am I going to walk through? And and I think the biggest fear is really like, well, what is if you don't, if you don't do it? Right, right, you know, right, Will right, you spend right. the rest of your life wondering Regretting. like, well, what would happen if yes. I had walked through that door? Yeah. So, I mean, fat, we're going to fast forward a lot here, but like, you know, ultimately it didn't end up being the dream job that I thought it was going to be. Right. It ended up being, it ended up not really being a good fit it wasn't a good fit for me. It wasn't, it wasn't a job that I really liked. It was in a lot of ways, it was, it, it took the, um, it took this sort of shine off of, of Instagram sort of being behind the scenes and, yep. and working with it. And I have a lot of love for the like incredibly smart and talented and hardworking people at Instagram at that time. I mean, by the time when I got there, it was like a hundred people working there. And, and then when I left, like, you know, a year later, it was, I think, getting closer to like 150, maybe 200, but still a relatively small team and everyone yeah. like working really hard. I was there a year and during that year, we launched video, we launched ads. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was a big thing. Huge. And, um, and we launched uh, DM. Oh, right. Yeah. Things that are fundamental to that. Those today. are the three big things that I sort of worked on, but... You know, in the on the PR side, it was a it was it was a weird. I think ultimately the reason I didn't really love the job was it was a tough thing because I, I it was a tough thing to transition from because at CNN I, I was you know I, I was leading the digital team for all of Asia basically, and so I had a I had a really strong say in 
what our coverage was going to be and and what how we were going to approach it and what our editorial voice was going to be. Yeah. And then also on Instagram, I I was like um, I don't know at that at that point I was like a little minor celebrity on right, Instagram. Right, right, right. You know? just, to, just to let everybody know that there was no, I mean, I didn't know him in the run-up to this, but when I met Tyson, he already had 500,000 followers. And, yeah. and I'll tell you this, I don't know if you could find it in Google Images, but back then, an Instagram page generally couldn't handle someone with that many followers well. Like like the number of followers <laughs> that would appear on the screen would go off the side of the screen. And that is what it looked like when I first met Tyson. I was like, it was like 501 comma zero, <laughs> you know, funny. something that went off the screen. And I was just like, I just couldn't get my head around it at all. But I never asked I couldn't him. couldn't either. Because yeah. I was just like, well, I'm, you know, I've got to be cool about this, but I don't, I genuinely don't understand how this, per- I didn't know there were 500,000 people on Instagram at that time, yeah. right? So yeah. he probably had every follower. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was, you know, that I was, I was lucky enough to be on the sort of a, like one of the earliest suggested user lists, yes. you know? And I think because, because I, for, for a while, I was kind of like the only dude in Hong Kong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. the the one that they right, were like- like the representative of Hong Kong. Right, Show right, us right. photos from Hong Kong. Yeah, and yeah. I don't mean that like, I didn't really, I didn't think of myself that way. I'm no, just saying that like- That it, they chose you. At Instagram, they, you know, they were choosing people yeah. in different locations as yeah. the key like representative. So yeah. I just like won that lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like my, my Instagram went blew up. like blew up. It yeah. we went from like 30,000 to like 500,000. Amazing. In, a, in an, I don't know, in eight months or something. I, I don't really know. I don't Crazy. remember exactly, but it was, it was nuts. And I went with this huge ego. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I went with, look at me. I went to Instagram <laughs> with a very strong voice. Yes. Right. In terms of like who I am, my own identity on Instagram. Agreed. And then I had to go and work there. And then not only that, but I, I took a role that's very behind the scenes. Yes. It's very like, you know, the voice of Instagram is Kevin. Yeah. It all goes through Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's the only voice that we have. Right. You know, I think the approach at Instagram at that time, I think it's changed now because there's different, there's definitely different spokespeople now. Mm-hmm. You know, I would spend, um, I would spend a lot of time. We would sort of deal with some of the issues we would deal with is like, uh, oh yeah, you know, some celebrity has posted, uh, you know, pictures of uh, uh, boobs or something like that. You right. know, and like that's what the press wanted to hear about and all yeah. that. So, um, anyway, it, so it ended up not being the right fit, and 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 then so there was also, you know, to be just completely candid. Uh, there was also a lot of personal turmoil going into my life right, right at this time, right? I was going through a divorce. I was away from my children who yes. remained here in Hong Kong and right. still live here in Hong Kong and still go to school here. And, um, it's a happy ending, folks. Don't yeah. get too distraught <laughs> here. But, but, it was a, but it was a very uh, emotionally difficult time for me um, leaving the city, taking this new job that I thought was going to be like the dream job and it quite wasn't. And then also going through divorce, being away from my kids. It was, it was a bad... It was a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. I think Tinder had just come out in San Francisco <laughs> and that was bad. That was Blowing bad up. for me. That was... <laughs> so I just kind of went, I kind of went, um, yeah, I went, this is like dark period. But like creatively though, I feel like I was exploding because I because I was like man, I'm living in San Francisco yeah. and now I'm like, I'm just ripping it up. And you you're know? surrounded by creatives, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the biggest key influences for me 
in the photography world was Michael O'Neill. Yeah. O'Neill, I already referenced him earlier in yep, the show. Yep, yep. His and handle was, is now, I think he's just M.O. Just right? Mo. Mo. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, he was, he just lived like a, like a mile away from me and right. I would just go hang out there whenever I could and just soak it up. And, um, and, and, you know, San Francisco, the Bay area is such a visually amazing place. It's yeah. still one of my favorite places to go and shoot, you know, and you've got such character fog, you've got the, you've got the mountains, you've got the sea. I was still very like active and going out and shooting and just loving it, loving it, loving it. But then it got to a point where I, it was pretty obvious that like this wasn't gonna be the right fit for me. I, I had to leave Instagram, basically. Mm -hmm. It was a, you know, it was it was made pretty clear to me after some conversations with my boss that like I w this wasn't really working out. Yeah. So I had yeah, to figure yeah. out what I was gonna do. And then I sort of entered into this new, whole new phase, which has just led me to where I am now, right. which was, it was basically like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, but I feel, I feel like even you, you're like just arrived at the right time mm. because I would say that it, had the Instagram thing not come along, yeah. you would not have in 2013 thought of leaving CNN to go and take photos. That right. wasn't, there, wasn't a, there wasn't a social media influencer type career in 2013. Right. Right. And so if we look at it, you're talking about in the space of a year, Right between 2013 and 2014, yeah. something happened. Yeah. Enough people joined Instagram. Enough brands started to pay people. Yeah, that it was enough for you to say, yeah. actually, this could be my thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, so what happened was right when I left Instagram, it, the the influencer thing was just just in the very beginning stages, yeah. as you mentioned, right? And I think if we think like what did happen, you mentioned some of the key things. I think Instagram you know, opening up to advertisers, yeah. that was also a key, key step. Yeah. Because that's when brands really started to take notice. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, th I think at that time there had been a few kind of early campaigns. Right. Um, there was the Mercedes. I was going to say, I think Mercedes I referenced campaign. that to someone mm -hmm. quite recently, um, yeah. but I don't know if you want to talk people through it, but I would say for me, <laughs> before you talk about it, I'd still say it was quite, it was revolutionary for its time, but it still stands up today as a campaign that draws engagement. You're talking about the one where they yeah. made five people go drive. Paul Octavius. Yep. Chris Ozer. Mm -hmm. um, Alice Gow. Alice Gow. Michael O'Neill, right? Michael O'Neill. Yeah, and, and, he's getting a lot of airtime. He's getting a big shout out. And the fifth person. <laughs> Oh God! There, there was Who was it? There was definitely a fifth person. I'm gonna feel terrible. Oh man! Um, I'll find it while you talk. Yeah. Was it Cubby? Was it Cubby Graham? No. I don't know. But oh. yeah, if you just want to explain the campaign, this is well, very. I mean, early. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you know, I wasn't involved myself. I just remember it. They were all given a Mercedes Benz to drive around, you know, and I think they would each had everyone had it for like three days or four days, and and they posted like five photos to their account, you know, and it was basically like, okay, I have this car, and but it was a competition. It was like, whoever gets the most likes. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> really blatant yeah. like grab, yeah. right? Yeah. Early days like Before grab. that even existed, <laughs> yeah. before, there, before there was any like cringy, yeah. like yeah. check out my, you know, <laughs> new post on my, you know, go check <laughs> it out story, guys, on my yeah. story, yeah. Because like the person that got the most likes won the, the car. car, yeah. So as it turns out, you actually won, you won, it was a lease. <laughs> And Chris what, Ozer won. What a scam. Who it's funny because, you know, Chris Chris and I have become really good friends in these last few years now that I'm living in New York. But um, yeah, it's funny because, you know, he, he, you know, he inherited it. He was so glad that he won, but he inherited a lease, oh. which is like, you know, that's a responsibility, <laughs> you know, in, living in New York. And it's like, okay, we're well, oh, not going to park this thing. Park I got to, yeah. So like the big, my big break really was, I, I actually wasn't like really looking specifically to be like uh, an influencer, which... 
I don't think influencer was even a word back then. Right. But I, but I was getting, I was starting to get approached by people. You know, I think the first brand I think approached me when I was still working at Instagram. Actually, it was Turkish Airline, and they wanted me to go and do this thing. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I work. I work at Instagram. Yeah, you dummies, <laughs> can't do that. But it was like for no pay or anything like that. But long story short, uh, the big, the sort of big break for me was. Um, was I got invited to do this campaign with Travel Alberta. Right. And I think it was one of the early, I don't know if it was the very first or, but it was a, it was a big one. And um, I went on this thing. And so here's a, uh, here's a funny story. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, I don't think I was the, I don't think I was the first choice uh, for this. I think someone, someone backed out and it was through Stay and Wander, which is Alex Stroll and our Ma- good friend Ma- Maurice, Maurice, <laughs> Maurice Lee uh, Lai, who, you know, uh, so they, they organized this and they got like, a, they just stacked it full of like amazing, amazing influencers, uh, you know, Pay Ketrin was on it and Benjamin Heath and Alex Stroll was there and Tim. Yeah, the 13th. 13th. That, so yeah, that comes later, actually, because he uh, he was on it, but it wasn't actually that campaign. He was on a, the campaign right before. That was Hello BC. That was British Columbia. Right, okay. So I got booked on this Travel Alberta job, and then subsequently I got booked on a, the thing that happened a week earlier oh, with that, Tim. Right, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> my, my own memory is fading. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's pretty strong. But, but here's what happened. Essentially, was I I was sh- I was still shooting everything on an iPhone. Oh wow! Even then, okay. And so I asked about you know for both of these trips, you know, up in Canada, basically, um, you know, I sort of asked like what what was going to happen, and they were like, oh yeah, well you know you're going to be we're going to be going around all these amazing places. You're going to be on. You're going to be around horses, you're going to be around lakes, you're going to be around mountains, you're going to be doing hiking, you know, and you're going to get up in a helicopter and you're going to take photos. I sort of had this like dark realization. I was like, man, I, I'm not, I can't be able to use my iPhone. You yeah, you need a camera. In a helicopter. <laughs> I got to like, I got to like take this seriously. Yes. You know, I got to like get a real camera. Yeah. I went to a, a rental company called Lumoid. Based, they're based in San Francisco. I think they're still around. I don't know, but... I, I just like wrote them an email and I was like, hey, um, you know, I'm I'm T-Wheat on Instagram. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say it that way, but I, <laughs> but I was implying to them that like, hey, like let's let's work together, you know? That was essentially influence in yeah. one email. Yeah. Before the word, before influence had yeah. been coined, you were yeah. kind of just like, let's see what I can get with the influence that yeah. I have. Well, I mean, I was pretty candid about it. I was like, look, here's my situation. I, I, um, I, need, a, I need a real camera and yeah. I need one quick. <laughs> like this thing's like a week from now. I, yeah. need, I need one. And I, don't, I didn't have any money. <laughs> I didn't have any money to buy one at the time. Right, you right, know? right. Um, so what I, what I suggested is that they rent me one yeah. and I'd give them a shout out on Instagram. <laughs> I was already giving up the fanny. I was already like whoring myself out. <laughs> Before from day yeah. one. Let me, you know, let's just be real here, man. I mean, the truth is like, I, I mean, I've just been, I have been since that moment, since I left Instagram, I've just been in survival mode. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah, pure yeah. survival mode yeah. and I love it. And that is... That, sorry to interrupt, but you yeah. started, you literally from day one, the equipment that you needed to take that first job, boom, survival mode. Yeah, I needed that camera. I got it. I shouted them out. 
And I never gave that camera back. No way. Well, I bought it. Oh, I mean, right. I, I got my paycheck from Travel Alberta, and yeah. I put it down on that camera. Amazing. And I said, That's you know, amazing. I said, I'm, I, I, I wrote them, and I, and I said, even during the trip, I wrote back and I said, listen, just so you know, I have no intention of giving this back. Yeah. Because you can't go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, once yeah. you're shooting on that, you're like, wow. Okay. What was the? What was oh, it? was that a Canon five D? <laughs> left that out. I was a Canon. It was a sixty. <laughs> a sixty. It was a okay. Canon sixty. <laughs> and my friend Lauren Randolph, she's an amazing photographer. Lauren Lemon on Instagram. Hey, I asked hey, her, I asked her like what, you know, I was like, what do you shoot with? And she says, she shoots on the 60 and I was like, well, what lens should I get? And she's like, well, I, I like the, I like this little 40 millimeter pancake lens. So that's what I asked for. I asked, asked for exactly that. And that's what I got. And that's right. what I took to Alberta. Okay. So, you know, Alex Stroll and all these other guys, they had like big ass lenses. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. 17s yeah. and 11s. And, Can yeah, you curse good. on this? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Well, ass is not that, <laughs> it's, it's not, not really a curse word in Hong Kong. Yeah, is it? it's fine. Yeah. But it got the job done and I, Boom. and I, and I felt like really good about it, but, it, but it was clear to me that like, okay, well, you know, this is the, the new wave of the future. And it's just, I've been like flying on the seat of the pants ever since then, man. It's just ba like, basically like going from job to job. I mean, Travel Alberta was, was was an, it was a big one because I was I was on this I was on a project I was on a campaign with these other like really huge guys and I got connected to these two YouTube kids who were awesome I said kids but and huh it's a big grown ass man yeah they were grown ass <laughs> men yeah uh, but I and so am I you know I, I you know it's like you know I'm I'm 42 yeah. and I'm doing this and it's like it's weird because now my kids are you know now they're grown and now they're they're on Instagram and Snapchat and all that and. And it's, they've sort of realized like, oh, dad is one of these people that <laughs> yeah. goes around yes. and gets paid to make Instagrams. And like, how weird is that? Yeah, but they're also yeah. super proud of you. So talk to me a little yeah. bit about how your friends see you. Maybe your friends from before. Yeah, friends like my college friends? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And, and yeah, people that knew you as journalist Tyson Wheatley in, yeah. a, in Atlanta, Glass, Bit and Steel. This is CNN journalist Tyson building. Wheatley. Yeah and, yeah, and who is now this guy that's in a, in a camper van or in a boat <laughs> at, at the weekend, he's at sunset yeah. or he could be, I don't know, he could be down in South America on the salt flats. Yeah. Uh, he could be Machu Picchu one day. How are you perceived now? What, well, I think, how, how does it work? Ed, I think the thing is like, it's evolving though. It's, it's yeah. like actually evolving faster than, right, right, than right, it was. Right. You yeah. know, I was like, if you had asked me that question maybe a year and a half ago, I would have had a very simple answer for you, yeah. which is like, yeah, everyone's on board. This is so cool. Like yeah. it's all moving in the right direction. Yeah. But it's, it's like the game is changing yes. rapidly. And now I'm feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting even to another stage where it's like, I have to evolve. Right. So, so talk know? to me about how the game's changing. Cause I have my own thoughts on this, but yeah. it's your interview. So I don't want to. No, I would love to hear your thoughts. I mean, that's. I mean, I you know I'll start, but I, yeah. I, I you just jump in wherever you want, okay? <laughs> like because it's not like I have the answers. I, it's like um, for one, I mean, so let's just let's, it's like the obvious thing is that like it's become a very popular thing to do. Yeah. So there's more people doing it. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's more competitive. Yes. Right. So I mean, at the same time, the market has evolved, mm -hmm. right? And I think that you know a few years ago. It was a bit of wild, wild west. I was very fortunate early on to get connected with uh, an agent mm -hmm. who was connected with the agencies right. who were working on these big ad campaigns. And when he was able to like help navigate it and yeah. you know command decent rates for the photographers right. who are doing this and say you know and really stake out an early claim is like, look, this is valuable. Yes, the work that they're doing 
has value mm -hmm. and you need to pay for it. Yeah. You know, those waters have become very muddied now because right, right, as you right. know, and, and it's different. It's not the same in the US market is, is probably a lot different than Asia market. We, you and I have had that conversation a few times mm -hmm. and I've had a little bit of experience with it. Um, but you know, and, and Europe is also different. I, I'd say that's probably US is the leader. Yeah. And then maybe Europe's a little bit behind and maybe Asia be behind, behind that, that. A little, if that's fair to say. But in all of those markets, there are very savvy, you know, there, there's like, you can throw a rock in New York, for instance, you can land on not only an, an influencer. Someone with 100K followers. Yeah, easy. Yeah. But you could also land on someone that works at one of these like agencies mm -hmm. that is like, we are the social agency, you know? <laughs> right, right, We right. match brands and influencers, right. you know? Yeah, and they're yeah, coming yeah. up with these, they're coming with these like, campaigns yeah. and some of them are good and some of them are like not good yeah. you know some of them are just like blatant product placements and right. some you know and 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 so and so and because there's not like a defined road wrap uh, roadmap for this yeah you have you have this whole yeah, the waters are you have everything yeah yeah, yeah yeah you have yeah. people that are like oh okay uh you know uh this beer brand wants me to hold up this beer can in yeah. front of a mountain and a lake and and like and they're gonna pay me uh 3k or yeah. 5k or 10k i don't know yeah you know but yeah. like i don't know is that what i'm worth i don't know right, you know who right, knows right, you right. know you but you, you have also, to ask around you but, have to, then, but then going back to what you said about competition mm -hmm. you might just take that low price simply because there are oh, you might, of other people that can do it as well and they will they will hold up that beer yeah. brand or you might do it for free that's true right? you might do it for beer someone might do it for free because they want to say because they they see this as their big break yeah hey look i worked for this big beer brand yeah. now if i do that then all these other brands are going to come to me and true. they're going to want to work you know true so you know and that that's a strategy mm-hmm and who's to say that it's wrong or right? Yeah. Certainly, I have my own opinions. I, I mean, first of all, I don't think you should hold up a friggin' beer can <laughs> in front yeah. of a mountain. It sounds like you're talking about something that actually happened. Well, no, it has happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's happened to people that I know and respect, mm. you know, and and I've had to make some tough choices and I've made some compromises and and and, the, and when I have made compromises, they've come back to bite me, right? you know? So this is coming from the voice of experience here. It's yeah. just like, and I, but I think people get that now. They know that like, if you have to stay true to your thing, whatever yes. you do, but, so. But at the same time, you would also agree that you also have to make money. Yeah. So, I mean, you staying, have to make staying money. true to your thing yeah. is not great if you have no heating. <laughs> right? You're, yeah. starting, you're like yeah. on a blanket yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Like, at least I stay true and you're like yeah. shivering. Yeah. At the base level, if someone asks yeah. you for a very small compromise, yeah. in, then you may yeah. agree to it. Well, yeah. And, you know, and I have, you know, I've got three kids that are going to school. Absolutely. Out of out of a very expensive school in Hong Kong, <laughs> oh. and I and I live in New York, yeah, and and I do a lot of traveling, so it's not easy. It's a it's a hustle, um, and so you know that's that's uh, but then you know so then there's this other like creative thing that's this whole creative tug of war that's going on right now, just within my own my own vibe. I'm trying to figure out like, what kind of artist am I? You know, like who, what am I, what is it that I love to take photos of? What's my thing? And the, and the weird thing is like, I, I'm, I like taking a lot of different kinds of photos. And so um, I feel like I've really stretched myself in these last couple of years. And I feel like it's paid off in, 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 in the projects that I've been able to get. But in terms of like my sort of community on Instagram, mm -hmm. 
not everybody's been on board with it. Right. Like, so it's not, they haven't, not everybody has come along with it. Like it used to be, like it used to be a lot easier to sort of grow my sort of following an audience. And, mm-hmm. and now it, it's almost impossible for me to do. Uh, there's two things I want to ask about that. Yeah. First of all, I would say that, do you feel like, I mean, although you stay true to yourself, do you feel your followers expect a certain thing from you and, and you may have deviated slightly and those followers just were just like, well, I'm going to go follow someone else then. I think there's a lot of things that happen. I think that like, that there's, there's just so many, there's a lot of amazing people to follow. Yes. You know, like, yes. you know, because of whatever the algorithm or whatever, you know, like. Algorithm. Because you, this is the algorithm talking. <laughs> I don't want you to see Tyson's photos. <laughs> <laughs> does it have a voice? <laughs> yeah, it does. Ed. You didn't know this? I'm surprised. Uh, no, I don't know. You don't know because you're you're murdering the game on Instagram. <laughs> no, you're still I'm, growing, right? I'm, like, I'm still growing, but yeah. I'm I'm like I'm across some of that stuff. The algorithm yeah. still throws some of my stuff in the bin all the time. Yeah. It'll like just chuck it. Um, I'm just trying to. <laughs> you just got to work out why, and then be like, do I care this time or not? You know what? You know when it matters. Okay. For me, sorry to hijack society, but I just feel like if you post what you define, you think is like an absolute banger and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it. The sky is like orange and purple. The flare is blowing up from an (laughs) angle no one's ever seen in the history of the world, right? You know, you fired that drone up to 500 meters. You're at the peak. It's all this fog. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what picture I'm talking about? Something that's like, like, oh my God, the world is about to end. There's a nuclear sunset. And then... When the algorithm throws that in the bin, then I'm upset. Then you, yeah. Then well, I'm then, upset. Then you're upset because I'm yeah. like, what? What did I do wrong? Like, you, I'm in this di- this incredible city. I know, I know you love Hong Kong algorithm, and um, I do that, and it doesn't work. Then yeah, then there's going to be troubles. I'm going to throw my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm trying something yeah. experimental, right? All right. If I'm if I'm like, yeah, shooting a portrait of someone, yeah. or I'm just going to do something just a tiny bit abstract. The person's going to be out of focus, and the background's going to be in focus. I think I'm talking about a shot I did the other day. Girl, hang in her head over the side yeah. of, a, of the... Uh, I love your portraits, um, Yeah, I and, like what you're doing. And then um, if I do that and then the algorithm yeah. doesn't like that, I'm, I'm happy to move on because I just feel like from a personal point of view, um, the, the photos that are favoured are pre- pretty traditional, amazing yeah. cityscapes, yeah. right? Of course. Are very colorful. Yeah. Cl- um, with, you know, you know, you, we both know exactly what kind of photos are favored. So, I mean, if I'm- I used to know. If I, if I, I feel like you're you're tapped into it now. I, I don't, I think that, I don't know that it, I don't know that I'm so tapped into that anymore. I feel like after, I mean, just to drop one last thing of the algorithm, but I feel like if yeah. you don't do enough of those photos yeah. that are in favor for a certain amount of time, yeah. then it's almost like you're put on, Tier two. Yeah. You're, you're putting another plan. I'm on another plan. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm telling and, you. And once I'm, you're on that other plan, it's I, very so, hard to get off. So like to, like to get into numbers, I mean, I don't mind talking about it, but like, you know, um, but, and, and I'll explain why, because I, 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 it took me a long time to get to this, but yeah. I'm now comfortable in it. And right. I recognize that like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> whether you like my photo or not. Good, good, okay? good, 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 yeah. The truth is I'm not doing it for the audience. Yeah. I I used to be doing it for the audience. Yeah. Now I'm doing it for me. Good, good. And I'm good. and I'm and I'm just trying to be the best photographer that I can be. Yeah. And I'm trying to find my voice. And I'm committed to doing that. I'm incredibly thankful 
that I have this big number behind my, yeah. even though it's inflated by the suggested user list, right, right, right. it's a thing that I can be proud of and I can, and I can, it can open up doors for me. Yes. And if I'm doing quality work, hopefully I can still get hired to do it. Cool. And, and you can still have influence. You can still, people will still see it. A, still, a large number of people still still, my, still see my posts. It's just yes. not as big as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and that, and that number is, you know, that number doesn't really go, up or it's down. not really going up. It's just sort of, no, it's going a little down. It's, okay. it's progressively. So like a couple of years ago, I'd say where if I had one of those shots that you were describing, <laughs> A certifiable banger. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Sweet Yosemite nectar, sunrise, right? Yeah. Nectar flowing yeah. through it for all the yeah. flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would get like maybe like ten to thirteen, fourteen k. Yeah, right. Likes, um, and then all of a sudden, really, it was almost like a switch. Oh, I noticed. Wow. I noticed maybe in the span of like two weeks, like, hmm, that same type of style of mm -hmm. photo would get. Mm, like seven to nine. Right. And then maybe six months later, it was down to like anywhere from five to seven. So like now I'm lucky if it gets, you know, 6K or something like that. So that was t tough for me to deal with. Yes. Like, cause, because it, on, a, on an emotional level, it was like, it sort of revealed some things inside of me, which was like, wow, man, you really got sucked into the matrix here. Right, right, right. You know, right. like you really like went deep down this, like you were believing that your stuff was amazing and you were you were justifying it by the number of likes you got. Yes, and then they right? took that away from you. They took that away from me. And then it was like, whoa, they can take that away from me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bad news because yeah. this is how I'm making my living yeah. and that can get taken in. So that's like a, an emotional thing that you go through. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, this is not out, this is not in my control. Right. So how do you deal with that? Yeah. So So how did you deal with it? Well, I that's the kind of what I was talking about earlier, which mm. is like I just said, well, I'm going to just try to do quality work. Yes. And I'm not going to get I'm just not going to get too bogged in to the to the game. Yeah. Right? The the game is important right. for sure. It's important to let people know uh it's important to be out there and posting and yeah. sharing yeah. and and doing quality work. Yeah. But you can't get it, you you can't make it just about the engagement, right? Because um, because I tried. I yeah, like yeah, as soon as I started losing it, I was like, I'm gonna try harder. I'm yeah, gonna go yeah. twice as hard. Yeah, I'm gonna you know, and I, and I and I tried all sorts of things. I was like, okay, well, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, so I and then and then what I realized was like the other sort of key thing that I realized, and this is more a critique. Uh, uh, to, about Instagram itself mm -hmm. and wh whoever created the Instagram or the algorithm or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. The problem, the way I see it, the problem with the with the algorithm is that you I mean you were talking earlier about like wanting to take you know if you want to try something new. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the the sad thing is like if you deviate right. from the norm from from the known from like the you, thing that yeah, yeah yeah you know and like. That's so. So what it what it's created is like. So if you deviate, right, and yep. then like people don't, they're like, ah, I don't really like that one, and they don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Because they didn't like it once or twice. Yes. Then you sort of get thrown off of their radar, and yeah. like you can probably still come up, but I don't know how it works. But it's clear that like it'll it'll move you down yeah. and make room for something new. Absolutely. Because it's trying to feed you the thing that you're gonna like, 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 like. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And the problem with that. Oh, there's lots of problems with that. The main one is it kills creativity. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It it 
punishes creativity yeah. yes. and it makes you it like it makes us all so afraid to try something new, yes. which is the exact opposite of when Instagram started Absolutely. because we were like all about trying stuff new. Yes. And now it's like, no, I, it's gotta be a lake and it's gotta be a mountain <laughs> yeah, and it's, or, or no, cause yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, right. No, no, totally. And, but the strategy behind that, you can totally understand and appreciate and respect. Yes. You know, like I follow tons of people that who are just nailing the aesthetic that they have. Yeah over and over and over and they're like killing it on Instagram and I'm hats off to them. Yeah. But secretly or not so secretly because I'm going to say it right now <laughs> on a podcast but like I want to see what that person can do. I want to see that person switch it up. Yeah. I want to see that person take a portrait because I know that person. I know that, you know, I'm not naming anybody but like, you know, I know that there's amazing something else that yes. that person can yeah. do and yeah, I would yeah. I would like to see it. Right. So, I think in a lot of ways, I think we're at this stage now where it's like, okay, creatively, how do we evolve? Who's going to evolve? Yeah. You know, who's going to take risks? And I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to get back to a place where we're comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, because I, like the, I feel like the people, at least the people that I know and you, yourself and uh, so many others. Mm -hmm. These are like, you're not just like people I follow on Instagram. You become my friends, yeah. but you're also like my creative peers. And, you know, I want to, I want to, I just want us to keep like elevating. Pushing, it. pushing. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree about the aesthetic thing totally and it punishing creativity. I think, um, yeah, um, although I, I feel like there's the similar, um, what did you just say, lakes and mountains mm -hmm. and um, someone in a canoe boat, like kind of with a hat, you know, that kind of yeah. that kind of shot. There's, yeah. there, there are similar tropes in Asia and like I may use some of them, like a, there'd be like a man on a bike in, in the, in, on, a, on you know, one man on a street, on a yeah. very old vibesy 80s looking street. Yeah. Or there'll be just some neon and some taxis <laughs> or there'll be sunset yeah. over um, the skyline of Hong Kong kind of thing. And yeah. Um, yeah, and as that is what is known, and if the, if I don't do, if I try and do something different, I, and I do take different things, but sorry, if I try and post something different, yeah. it does feel like um, you are punished for that really? in some way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you can, I mean, you're, but you're drawn, like your eye is drawn to those things, right? I mean, yeah. those 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 tropes, as you call them, those things you just described. I mean, yeah. those are also like really aesthetically pleasing things. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, ex you know, here's the thing, man. As soon as I get off. It is so funny. Like I live in New York now. Yeah. But I'm so bored. Like I love New York. I love living you, in New York. You don't even post I photos love, from New York. Yeah, because I don't really like I don't know. I'm not I don't I'm not excited about it visually. Right. I think it's I think it's just because like it's just been it's just been photographed so much, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah, I don't know what it is exactly about New York, but it's it's a different feeling as soon as I get here. Right. Um, when I get to Hong Kong, I, I get very excited about taking photos. When I go somewhere new, I get very excited about it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And so, then going back to the, just for the, the last time, going back to the algorithm, sometimes you're quite, you're punished for going somewhere new. You know, sometimes it's, it's the location yeah. you're at can be the so wrong thing. So maybe that's thing. the problem. I just got to buckle down and just take pictures in New York. <laughs> got to do it 20 in a row that's your challenge for next week <laughs> 20 no, man. New York no man I'm here I'm here in Hong Kong and then ten, I'm off to Tokyo Empire State 10 One World Trade yeah, 5 Manhattan Bridge boom back in the game <laughs> back in the game <laughs> so where do you see this going like from from this point where you're at and you know you know what you don't want to do right 
you know you know what you're doing you don't you know what you don't want to do yeah. you're doing it for you yeah. and and just to just to say that i would say let's say when i met you you were doing it for the audience and then let's say that maybe 2 years ago you came here and you said something very funny to me you were just like can I just do one one photo for me, one photo for them, right? That's what you said to me. I think it was like 2015 you said that. And I've held on to that for like quite a long time. Like just one for me, one for you. And then, you That's know. That's amazing. Yeah, and now you're at the stage where you're like, it's all for me. It's all for me. It's all for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, so where where do you go now with this? All, all these photos are going to be me pushing yeah. myself forward. Um, you're going to hope that brands catch on to that. Well, I mean, I, I, I started off this year pretty it was pretty rough for me. Mm-hmm. I went almost three months without working. Wow. And that was a really scary moment. And I had to like reevaluate everything. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe actually I was going to have to give up taking photos. Um, but luckily, fortunately, um, things picked up. I got some cool projects and then, and then I got, um, I, and I got my sort of confidence back in the, in the sort of arena of like, I can, yeah, I can get paid to take photos. I can, we can find the yeah. right fits. And yeah. so it's just, I've been working really hard on like, you know, trying to create the right relationships, mm-hmm. trying to just make the work better. You know, I've also evolved in terms of like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to learn how to do more lifestyle stuff. I'm trying to make it so that I can um, appeal to more abrupt. Set. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's really about, like I said, or, you know, I said it right, at the, you know, like a half hour ago, it's like about survival. You know, I'm I'm staying true to myself in terms of like what I what I like to take photos of, but I'm also trying to adapt as a creator. I'm trying to be able to learn different disciplines, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's also about just like not staying complacent and and bored with yeah. like the same kind of the same kind of shots. Right, right. You know, and, and you know, and I should have mentioned this earlier, it was a key thing is like, really, I'm just, tr- I'm trying to like differentiate myself. Yeah. And, and the road trip that I did this summer, that, that actually was an opportunity for me to try something that I hadn't really done before, which was like, work, work my kids into it. Yeah. You know, which was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a dad. I need to embrace that. I'm yeah. a dad. I'm here with these kids. And, I think what I'm, I think you, the, to answer your question, I think the future for me is really about just trying to evolve in the storytelling yes. because we have new tools now, you know? Yeah, with like, we haven't really covered that. So we like, have stories. I mean, in, the, in the time that yeah. you worked on Instagram, you launched or you or they launched mm-hmm. video, what did you say? Video DMs and what was the other Ads, thing? yeah. Video DMs and ads. Yeah. I mean, those are the three biggest things, things that are just so normal on Instagram now, yeah. absolutely take them for granted. But in the last year, the biggest thing that has like superseded all of those is um, stories. Yeah, stories. That's, stories is the biggest thing that's happened since... Uh, since, since it launched. In the, in the history of, of humanity, <laughs> basically. Since and it bread was, was a complete ripoff of Snapchat. <laughs> it was indeed. Stories is a big deal. And I think stories has to play a role in why, you know, it's, you know, because there's like, stories is what I see first. Yeah, I open yeah, up yeah. the app and stories is what I see first. Yeah. So if I have any energy left, I'll go through the feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm still in the feed. I, I like it. I have a small theory that yeah. I think I think stories is gonna. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna do it in terms of user interface, but yeah. a day will come where stories are highlighted in a more important way than than the feed. Yeah, and I, I yeah. feel exactly what you just said. I feel it happening. If I have <laughs> got like a spare half an hour in the morning, yeah, I will definitely look at stories, and I'll. I've got another second account and I'll go and look at stories yeah. there as well. And as you said, yeah. I mean, I try, I, I do look at the feed, but it's definitely in a second, my secondary thought. Yeah. Um, I just want to see what the people yeah. closest to me have been doing yeah. lately. For a while there, I, I sort of revolted against it because I, 
oh, he just got grumpy or something. But I, but, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think, um, and I was just like the old man and like, you know, on the, you know, kids get off my lawn. Yeah, like it get, was get like, that's, feed. even in this, the last, like, I'd say three or four months, I really embraced it. And, and now I, I put most of my energy into stories. Yeah. And, um, in fact, on this trip right now, I'm basically trying to make a short film every day. Oh, cool. And I'm putting those on my, on my feed and, and I, I find like I'm putting more energy and effort into shooting video yeah. and trying to capture video. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, I made a, I made a little film about our road trip that I'm really proud of. Yeah, I watched it. And yeah, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like reinventing myself. Like I, I, I still want to, I still want to be able to take amazing images and still get paid to do it. That's definitely my top priority. But I also think I want to make some films. So I've been, I'm trying to shoot video. I'm trying to learn how to edit it. I'm trying to, trying to make that into a story. Really trying to embrace it. Are you doing that? It's fun. On your phone or are you using a laptop? Mm. I'm using my phone. I'm oh, using so keeping it true to your yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, I'm using I'm using um I'm using this right now. I'm using a program called Splice. Okay. GoPro makes it. Yeah, and they add these like transitions. I can put music on it, and it makes it really easy. It's yeah. really easy to edit. Uh, you know, so I'm just shooting on the phone. Then I'm picking the things that I want. I throw it in Splice. I trim it how I want. Mm-hmm. Add the add the music. Add the transitions, and then I take that and I add it. Throw it in another thing called Story Splitter. Which Ooh. makes it makes them all fifteen second things, so I can put them on my stories. I'm gonna download that now, and then boom, I have a little movie. Well, you know, you 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 uh, you know, like uh, well, and, you know, a month ago, I was I was putting everything in like borders. You know, I was like making my videos, yes, making more borders. I got a lot of people ask me how they did that. I did. I asked you that. Yeah. You did, and I told you. I tell everyone if anyone DMs me and asks me how I'm doing something, I always tell them it's right. like Yo, I'm just using this, you know, and so I feel like stories have become quite professional over the last few months. Yeah. And um, I feel That's like- That's where it's going. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting to this stage where for me, stories are like, yeah. inst- feel like Instagram 2013, 2014 again. You know, people like doing stuff on their phone, yeah. putting a filter on it. See, I th- we thought you were uh, going to have a happy ending. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're back in folks, we're yeah. back. So yeah. I just feel like that is, I, I, don't know, I don't know, I'm not even a feeling I have. I can see it happening. It's just, um, yeah. we're, we're all moving towards that just getting better at video and get, becoming better storytellers. Yeah. Unfortunately, at this time it, with stories, it's all gone after a day. But ultimately, I would say there, there are so many things happening on the internet every day, socially, before you get into like reading the news. So many things socially happening in a day, but even if you did something that could be seen next week, would you even look at it? You know, if somebody, yeah. if one of your friends created a video this yeah. week, put it on their feed, would you watch it again next week? Not really. Like it would very rarely. So actually just putting it on stories and having it disappear after a day isn't that big a deal. And if it is spectacular, maybe you can save it and put it somewhere else later. But I feel like stories is the thing. And maybe the thing that, if not brings back your sense of community that you were looking for, mm-hmm. maybe at least keeps your creative energy. Well, I, I mean, I have more engagement on stories. That's cool. I mean, look, you just got to get your work in front of the right people. Yes. You know, you don't have to get in front of everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, I've learned that it's just really about making like really important connections and having that trust with somebody. Yeah. And I mean, I am I feel really lo- grateful and lucky that like, that I can call you a friend. Yeah. You know? Oh. And and we like that, that you inspire me and that I can hopefully still inspire you. Like that's really, you do, you do, you do. that's really all that, that matters. And 
Um, I'm not trying to be the most famous Instagram, <laughs> you know? You know, I mean, we've got Chris Burkhardt for that, you know? <laughs> you got Alex Stroll. And Alex Stroll, <laughs> both great guys. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I think photography is, is it's a tool that I have. It's something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. In this age that we live in, like you can be whatever you want to be. Yep. And I think that I'm like living proof of that. Yeah, for me, I, I just have to find out what my own what my own voice is, and I I've been I've been yeah I've been having a lot better? of fun on How, yeah I'm getting closer. I mean, I feel like with stories, I'm I'm definitely I'm feeling it in terms of like this is what feels fun and natural. And you know, I don't know. I mean, I had I had a this is a little bit this is I have to be really vague about this, but like I had a meeting here in Hong Kong with a with a filmmaker um, from Australia, and uh, we we're talking about doing a really rad project that may or may not happen, but nice. but it but it could be some, a new sort of phase for me to work in on cool. that that I would be really excited about. So, you know, there's there's all these cool opportunities. I'm still getting jobs. I'm, I'm going, you know, I'm going to do a, pro, a project in Tokyo next week and then I'm going to go to Hawaii and do a project and, that I'm, I'm really excited about. And so I think like the dangerous thing, and this is something that I went through when, in my darker phase, the dangerous thing for me was like, was comparing myself to others. Right. I think I think in, I think it's good. Healthy competition's good. I think it's good to like see what other people are doing. Yeah. But you just can't get caught up in like, oh, this person's got that job. Why didn't I get that job? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, there's a guy that's um, poisonous. There's a guy in Hong Kong. I'm, I'm sure it's not his quote, but he he's the one that shared it with me. A guy called Brian. His his name is on Instagram is Young Flacco, and he told me that um, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So yeah. um, I don't know if we want to end it on that note, but like if you can, <laughs> well, we were supposed to be happy. But the point I is, the point is, if, you, if if I think yeah. to to be able to enjoy yourself or to really appreciate what you do and take the time, I think stop comparing yourself to others. That's, yeah, that's a great yeah. Way don't to move forward. What I've learned is that you just have to be really laser focused on on your own thing. Mm. I mean, so there's that, but then there's the other thing. Where it's like let's all do it together, though. You know, and I, and I think that. Um, you know, and don't forget to like support and love yeah. your, your, your fellow yes. creatives, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, you, you absolutely need to be driven and stay focused and like block out the, the especially like anything that's going to be, cause anything negative, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, oh, hating on somebody because they got a job that you didn't, yeah. you know, that's just, that's just going to, that's not going to work well for you at all. No, no. But at the same time, like also remember to, that this is like a community and like stay stay you know out there giving the love and support you know that's just i'm just trying to do that really and have fun of course of course i think we're gonna end it there okay thank you very much for that tyson you're welcome uh, keep going no <laughs> <laughs> no let's go shoot or something yeah <laughs> or go eat some dumplings <laughs>